You can catch me later in the morning Out with my whole team, we drank our ass off I'ma be the one that's chillin', sittin' cozy With the OG vintage snapback on You can catch me later in the morning Out with my whole team, we drank our ass off I'ma be the one that's chillin', sittin' cozy With the OG vintage snapback on Hey, welcome back to another episode of Snapbacks and Mimosa. This is episode six. I'm your gracious host, uh, Easy Money from North Carolina with the biggest smile in the world. That's my nickname. And don't wear it out. And I got I got something special for y'all. This isn't this isn't uh, like the regular episode that we've done. You know, the one-on-one conversations. This is this is a brunch squad. And uh, I got some of my favorite people on board with me. And uh, we got a special treat for y'all. So I'm going to go ahead and introduce them for you. We got Glenn Jackson. What's up, Glenn? Oh, wow, the hand right is. <laughs> <laughs> you got to let them know who it is. I got Philip Carroll. What's up, Phil? Oh. I got Robert Quigg. What's up, Rob? We're going to call him Quigg because that's just how we do it over here. And we got Andrew Carlson, the one and only. man? With the jersey, you know it, you know I it, baby. Hey. FA Cup champs, FA Cup Damn champs. Right. Damn <laughs> right. Know? So this episode, we're just gonna, you know, catch up with one another, and pretty much we're gonna talk sports because that's what we like to do. Um, so um, first of all, I just want to check how's everyone doing during this whole COVID. How y'all feeling? We go. We can start off with Quig. How you doing, Quig? Uh, it's been pretty chill. I actually got Corona. No disclosure. Uh, it was fine, just quarantined, uh, felt pretty bad for like four days, but I got over it. Uh, other than that, just been working the whole time. So my life really hasn't changed aside from that time. I feel that. Um, we're just going to make it clear. You are essential. That's you on out here doing some crazy I'm an essential shit. employee, but I ain't get a bump and raise. Uh, that's how I go. That's how I go. What's up, Carlson? How's the, how's the life in COVID? Um, it's been a little tough, man. If I'm being honest, like they basically cut like half the people at work. So they did that without really recognizing what that was going to do. So they just mm-hmm. took that and was like, all right, all the people that are left, you assume all that other responsibility that's going on. So that's why I'm at work and it's um, getting late into the night right now. I feel so that, it, it, it is what it is. Um, I'm going on vacation in a few days. It's going to probably be the most needed vacation I've had in Woo! my whole life. So I'm just ready for it. That's what's up. That's what's up, man. And you, you're in the radio station right now huh? yeah yeah i'm in the radio station right now i work for um do split time between sports map radio which is a small national radio station essentially for all your smaller cities that don't have like a fox sports radio or an espn radio though they would use sports map radio and so i split my time between there and then espn 97.5 which is the espn station over here in houston that's what's up that's why he's on the call sports talk (laughs) <laughs> yeah <laughs> what's up phil how you doing man oh good man uh like you said the opening uh the thing we do a lot of is uh drinking and and brunching and all that stuff so it's been a little weird you know four or five months of not really doing that but i'm sure our our livers and our bank accounts definitely appreciate that um nice. you know for you enterprise so uh it's been busy um it definitely slowed down and like andrew was saying we definitely had to make some cuts and it made it a little bit more difficult for us uh, i guess essential people that had to stay on board but 
it's been good. Uh, Quig obviously had his scare, and I had some close contact with him, so I had to take a couple weeks off from work. But thankfully, I tested negative, and you know, still still uh, going strong. So just hoping to wait for that vaccine and get back to normal. You know, hell yeah, Damn right. hell yeah. What's up, Glenn? How you doing, man? I'm doing pretty good. I, it kind of falls along with a lot of the guys they're saying. Um, my company had some layoffs and some furloughs, but uh, luckily I made it through. And uh, been on furlough a couple times, but uh, so far I've my uh, my business has been picking up a little bit. I do some pipeline inspection, so we've been picking up. I was in Louisiana uh, two of the last uh, three weeks, and then uh, came out here and uh, I kind of had to work from the house. But uh, I took the the RV down to Galveston, and we're staying at Jamaica Beach. So as soon as I get off, I head into the lazy river of the beach. So I've been hanging out here for about a week. Hanging Some out relaxation and uh, a little that. relaxation with working from home, so that that's where I went with it. That's what's up. Yeah. That's what's R and R and R and R. And I just been in the house. What <laughs> 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 you do, anyways? <laughs> hey, that's what it is. All right. So since we we gonna get into it, we're talking sports, and sports has always been a big part of society and how people you know communicate. Essentially, is a way to bond with people. So. I just the first question I had was this when Rudy Gobert got caught with the COVID and the whole world shut down. Like, how was that whole like mindset? Like that was crazy for me when I first saw it. I just wanted to see how that is and then we can go from there. I'm gonna start with you, Glenn, and see, you know, where you're at. Well, he that. definitely gets defensive player of the year again. He shut down everybody for three months. Oh <laughs> that was the pipeline. Else. He was waiting for that one. He was like, he wrote that one down. He was like, (laughs) (laughs) No, you know, I figured somebody, there's no way you can stop these guys from catching it. And they were going to catch it eventually, and it was going to work its way through. It just happened to be him. And, I mean, I wish sports would have continued on, but it was probably a good thing that he did catch it just to put a stop on the whole thing. And, let everybody come to terms of where we are at in society and where we are in the world right now. So yeah, that people have yeah. a couple months to think about it before they brought it back up. Cause uh, I think him doing that probably uh, saved the sport of basketball, at least uh, from a PR standpoint, when it came to handling this whole COVID situation and the quarantine at home and all of that, I actually think it, it, it helped them out a lot that he had such a public, um, I guess, catching of the disease. Yeah. I, <sighs> Well, you saw we all saw that first interview, right? When he was like, "Oh, this shit is fake." And <laughs> I'm making like, a joke and grabbing, joking, coughing everywhere. The you know yeah. what I'm yeah. So, like, for that to like happen, you're just like, "Damn, bro!" Like, first of all, you're stupid, and then now, like, you're the face of the whole world shutting down because, right? It didn't just lead to basketball shutting down; it, it turned into like every other sport. Like, okay, mm-hmm. if NBA shutting exactly. down, exactly. Exactly. So, the way it happened, it, it it pointed out how serious it should be. And I'll let mm-hmm. Carlson kind of follow up on this, but it pointed out how serious it should be with somebody taking it as a joke. Definitely needs to look at it a little more seriously. Mm-hmm, and uh, mm-hmm. so a public figure like that taking it not seriously and immediately suffering from the repercussions is a way that everybody needed to look at it. That's cool. I, I also wanted to bring up, right, Carlson, we had, we had our own XFL team, right? And we were kicking yeah. ass. For yeah. five weeks straight, you know, it was, and I was already planning on going to the fucking championship, but that's where we're <laughs> headed. It was going to be here. 
It was going to be here. It was going to be great. And then that shuts down and that whole organization just goes bankrupt. Like, yeah. No one, no one could see like that dynamic like effect. WWE just made fifty million dollars this quarter. They, they, <laughs> they, they are, they are some, some smart motherfuckers over there. I'm not gonna lie, they are smart. They are smart, but like that, it turns serious because those players' livelihood is like changed because of this whole thing. You know what I'm saying? So if yeah. anybody wants to expand on that, yeah, uh, I guess are we talking the XFL or like just in general? Really go stuff. I was just I was just upset that the guy that it happened was Rudy Gobert. Maybe I call him Gobert. <laughs> 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 yeah, the most. Yeah. And then we have to look at the side effects because my man's out here wanting the ball now. Like it must have went to his brain or something because he had never said anything. Now he's like, I need the ball. He's beefing with Donovan Mitchell. Somebody's gonna get traded. It ain't gonna be Donovan Mitchell. I'll tell you that. <laughs> I mean, but boy has no offense. That man, moves. that honestly, I can't think of a singular NBA moment or game that is more important than that since, like, probably Magic saying he has AIDS. Oh, or that's a bad. Yeah. yeah, that's, I, that's, I, I, that's probably bad. the second most important game. I mean, I, I, I read basketball. Uh, I read Bill Simmons' book of basketball. He said that Bill Russell and Will Chamberlain at the 60 All Star game almost didn't play for social uh, justice. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. can't think of another moment since that point that could match the importance, if you will, of that. So just on the basis of that alone, it'll be referred to as the Rudy Gobert game. And Rudy Gobert, our, our grandkids will hear about him just because of this moment, for positive or negative. So That's yeah. crazy. We'll be reading it. And it pisses me off the place of the Jazz, man. I'm a Rockets fan. I hate Utah. I hate the Utah Jazz. <laughs> yes, sir. That's the only thing that I hate. Memento Core is on site till the day that I die. Oh, it's so Carlos Boozer, too. Don't forget. Carlos Boozer, hey. Darren Williams. Hey, no, I got the Boozer fade. Hey, hey. Carlos Boozer's good with me, man. We got that national oh, championship. Oh, okay. Right, but I understand. I understand. <laughs> That's crazy, yeah. dude. Yeah, the only thing I was thinking, I was going to kind of say what Lynn was saying, but – and you guys are kind of mentioning it, but, like, just the gravity of – it wasn't like, hey, we're going to take a week off. Hey, we're going to take a couple weeks off. Like, mm-hmm. we were spending the season indefinitely. Everybody – I think mm-hmm. that was – oh shit moment when everybody was like okay this isn't this isn't just a small thing this is crazy nobody knows what's going on we didn't know how it was going to affect I mean now we know it's you know younger athletic people they're probably not going to be the worst hit but it was kind of like that hey NBA is like we're shutting down we're canceling these games like we're done indefinitely everybody's kind of like oh wow and I think pretty much everybody followed suit you know MLB was coming up and then pretty quickly the government shut down you know bars all that stuff it was like that was the first like oh my god this isn't just a you know, little thing, yeah. take a week off. Yeah. This is like, I, hey, we're suspending our season. We're stopping. That was kind that's, of the whole world stopped because I remember that I yeah. was, I was, I was out. I was doing the whole Sunday fun day thing. Like, like life is normal and shit. We had to get back to Miami. You know, yeah. Right, right, yeah, we were on a right? flight. We were on a flight that Sunday back from <laughs> Miami. Uh, and, and here Not we are. People, mad Sunday, people. Monday, and and uh, we were, we were in places you don't want to know in Miami. <laughs> <laughs> Two hours before the flight. <laughs> Oh man, that's Pause. Pause. That's funny. Oh, but yeah, keep like, that off the podcast. Yeah, delete the flag. It flag. It scream, man. Dumb button, right, Carlson? And, and then you know, something like that. We got an eight-second delay. We're good. Eight-second delay for sure. Like that led to everything else, like the NFL with the NFL draft not being in person. You know mm-hmm. what I'm yeah. saying? And then free agency being all fucked up. Shout out to my boy Cam Newton. I feel bad for you. That's my boy. 
but like it it had its ripple effect on every single thing and now we see it and it's totally different because now we have a bubble we have the nba bubble and when they were thinking when they were just saying like okay let's do a bubble i was just like wow okay so are you going to drop your whole life and forget your whole family and just go over to this bubble and like play a sport like it gets to that point like is sports really important you know that you have that conversation and I don't know how you felt about it, Carlson. Like that whole bubble idea, worth over a billion dollars. You know. Yeah, it, it it was wild to me because it sort of forces you to look at your priorities a little bit. I mean, this whole coronavirus pandemic really has made everybody look at how they sort of prioritize their life. You know, mm-hmm. and I think that a lot of people have put their family and those around them at the top and have sort of followed the procedures that people have put in place, that leagues have put in place, that workplaces have enacted in order to you know um keep everybody safe but in terms of the bubble when this idea was first pitched i i thought it was crazy man like you're, you're ta- telling me that you're gonna bring what for the nba this is, nba is the smallest of the leagues in terms of the personnel mm-hmm. so you're telling me you're gonna bring in you know just we're just, if we're just talking players you're gonna bring in 350 odd 400 players that's not even counting the staff that's not counting all the hotel people you're gonna need to like account for yeah. Like, it was crazy to me that they thought that they could pull this off. But here we are, and NBA bubble is a thing, and it's awesome, man. It, it, it's great. It, I'm a fan. Yeah, <laughs> it has not disappointed at all. Like, it really hasn't. And that leads me to say, like, the NBA has given us examples of how we could actually have sports. Actually, before before the NBA, we had a fucking Korea playing baseball at 5 a.m., <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, they were sending people on board cutouts. They started yeah. it. They started the Euro- it. The European soccer leagues did well too. Mm-hmm. I will say, I will yeah. give them credit too. Yeah. So we have all these examples of actually having a functioning league actually do their fucking job. Mm-hmm. And Don't say baseball. With Major League Baseball, come on. You no, that's, 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 no, that's exactly <laughs> what I'm getting to. That's what I'm getting to. Like we've had these examples. We have like two leagues that actually, I'm also going to say three because I'm, I'm going to count NCAA. In general, well, what about MLS, Eddie? Come on, and ML- MLS is done great. MLS is good. Yeah. MLS is great. I'm, I'm talking yeah. about like, those leagues that haven't followed those examples of like, all right, we need to have a bubble or some type of yeah. like quarantine area for our players. And we've seen it in the MLB. We got the Florida like AAA Marlins, and <laughs> and we got the Cardinals. NLE's leading. You know, yeah. Hey, Florida, yeah. hey, facts though. Facts. Shout out to Miami. But yeah, like. At what point do you, okay, do you take in consideration, like, okay, my player's health and my bank account? Because that's where it comes down to. Right? So, well, I, I guess you also got to look at it, it is their way of living, right? It's just mm-hmm. like yeah. looking at your own family and take care of your own family because a lot of these guys, it's not just their bank account they're worried about. It's their, their mom's house, their dad's house, mm-hmm. their house, their family. Um, all of us have jobs and obvious, obviously all of us have found a way to work from home or work at our job where we could still do it. You have to look at the same way when it comes for these players. I'm sure they want to play to, to provide for their families because if they can't play and they can't provide entertainment, they can't, they don't have that opportunity to provide for their families too because your company is not going to pay you. So well, I, I got to look at well, it from the player's no, perspective. I, no, I, they have I got to push that for part. this. That part I get. I'm talking about as the league as a whole. 
because I don't feel like the players would would be against playing if there was more of a of a safety guideline that was given to them before. I think that's where we're seeing the problem with the NFL is like the U.S. and as no, 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 the league, like the NFL league itself. They like I was on Twitter. I was on I was on Twitter in a couple of days, and I, I follow like some some players. You know, I don't know. Everyone follows probably players, but they were talking <laughs> about like the meeting not actually coming out with shit. Like it's just like a waste of an yeah. hour and a half. You know, yeah. JJ Watt was JJ Watt was pretty vocal on it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he had like a whole laundry yeah. list, and then like Drew Brees retweeted it, and I think uh, some other high profile player. We can go down the list, but I, I it was like it's good. I mean, JJ Watt, you could say what he. He's one of the premier players and faces of the league, and I mean, wow. you need you need that guy to push the envelope uh, to like, hey, we need to do this, 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 and this, and uh, good for him to stepping up. He seems to step up with a lot of things, though. That's that's uh, that was expected. That was good to see. No, that's that's facts, and, and um, I mean, we're we're seeing it now, though. Like they're they've come around to better thinking, I guess you know. Um, but I'm just, I'm really, I'm really kind of intrigued to see how it's going to turn out. Like, do you guys see, like, the season finishing up? I do. You're talking about the NFL? NFL or NFL and MLB. Those baseball, are the two teams. I, yeah. I could see no, NFL, there's, I would say, like, 0% chance that it doesn't finish. It's the NFL. Yeah. It's, they have to account for a certain demographic on top of just us. That's so, true. Yeah. Like, that. There's, there's so much money at risk with the NFL. Yeah. Like, with how much money is at play at the NFL, they're going to find a way to play the games. With MLB, I wouldn't be shocked if Manfred shuts down the season just because he's Rob Manfred and he's the most incompetent uh, commissioner <laughs> in all of sports. Yeah. But with the NFL, I also think that the NFL, like, they're sort of playing a waiting game a little bit, hoping that we can get stuff more under control as a country. And it hasn't happened yet. But they, I feel like they've been playing that waiting game and sort of, all right, we, stuff is going to calm down a little bit. Mm-hmm. Might potentially get the um, get the vaccine in the fold at some point, come December, come January. So they're going to play that waiting game a little bit and see if they can push stuff back as long as they can. But the reality is, I think that, that sort of forced them um, into a corner now because they've got to make some decisions at this point, and we haven't seen them making at least a lot of the decisions that I think they need to make in, for the safety of their players. And that's why we saw a couple of weeks ago all the major players, Michael Thomas, JJ Watt major player you name it they were tweeting out the hashtag we want to play but mm-hmm. they want to keep stuff safe and i don't think that the nfl has done a good enough job yet they're going to have a hell of a problem on their hands because baseball is a socially distant sport nfl is football is far far away from that like if one person <laughs> has it on the field in the nfl you can bet that somebody else on the field is probably going to contract it from playing in that game mm-hmm. so i'm going to be very interested to see how they navigate it but the one thing they do have on their side, at least a little bit, and only for a couple more months, they got a little bit of time. Just make sure they don't so, do the jersey swap after the game. Because you don't want to do that. <laughs> so what I've heard from the NFL and what I've seen is that most teams are going by the – they have a tier list of who in their community or who in their organization gets to be in certain areas. So obviously coaches or players are tier one. Security mm-hmm. and office management is tier two, and so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. And they're going to uh, tier one players get tested daily or tier one people get tested daily and make sure they don't contract the disease. And they have monitors on tier one players. At least this is what I've seen from the Texans. They'll have monitors mm-hmm. on tier one, tier two, and tier three. And they'll have alerts if a tier one person gets too close to a tier two 
just to give them an alert to see, hey, if there was a COVID contraction, this could be an opportunity where it could pass on. Yeah. So from what I've seen, just from a technological standpoint, I think the NFL has stepped up greatly um, on the lines of the NBA where they actually quarantined everybody for two weeks. I think they've gone out of their way, at least at this point. We'll see how well it pans out for them. But yeah, yeah. To, the, to Bronco, the Broncos apparently catching COVID. The Broncos apparently cured COVID with that little spray thing <laughs> that you walk through. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. The mister? So, yeah. The mister to make the sure you cool yeah. off? I'm hey, sure the mist always well. works, man. The mist <laughs> always works. Fuck the Broncos. The <laughs> <laughs> hey, only thing I was going to add, uh, Carlson kind of took the point, but yeah, definitely they definitely have time on their side. And unfortunately with this virus, it seems like it's the type of thing that given time, it kind of it kind of burns through population then it kind of kind of slows down you know everybody's either exposed either asymptomatic and recover yeah um so the nfl definitely has that on side i think we were very fortunate that the nba was the only season that was ongoing when this happened because they definitely showed us i think they have the best leadership they have the best uh, you know commissioner i think by far out of the three big sports obviously mls is there but the big three that we in america consider but um, I think they showed that they are the most competent. I think, like I said, the NFL's got time on their side. And I think with a virus like this, it seems like time, unfortunately, is really the only answer that anybody has for sure is that over time it yeah. kind of burns through. So I, I think the NFL will definitely finish. That was your original question. I don't think there's any chance, like you said, the amount of money that they would lose. I think it's gonna, it's definitely going to go through. Yeah. I guess one, one last thing on this. Uh, full disclosure, we're from the South, so that's why we haven't mentioned the NHL at all. But I think it's going well for the NHL, too. I see our Osadinos is out here tweeting Carolina Hurricane stuff. Apparently, they beat the Rangers after getting no chance. They're cold. (laughs) And I was on a meeting today, and I heard a Canadian guy yell, go Flames. So Hey, I feel that. Yeah, shout out. Calgary, no, I think? Yeah, Yeah. shout out. Yeah, (laughs) Calgary. Calgary Flames. Hell, yeah. That's great. And, okay, so I brought up up the NCAA because this one is going to be tricky. Like if there's no if there's no school, oh, I have like, like mad things to say on me. You know what I'm saying? If there's no school, is it even right, right to have a college football season? But if they don't have a college football season, how are they going to get money to support other you know other sports? You know what I'm saying? It's almost like yeah. you have to pay to go for a school. Yeah, right? Who would have thought that was a thing, right? Like, or it's like it's like you'll immediately pay the large sport. So, what is Title Nine like a thing? It's not. It's not. It is. <laughs> yeah. it is. Obviously, not. I mean, the only sports just... that make money in the NCAA is bas- men's basketball and men's football are the only two sports mm-hmm. that even make money. Everything. You call women's basketball. You call women. Yeah, you call. The, yeah, you the, okay, the, the one <laughs> women that make sports, uh, no, no, that make Tennessee, money in the entire you, Tennessee too. Don't worry, Tennessee too. Tennessee. Yeah, women. so it's like it's the five programs. It's like Duke, North Carolina, <laughs> UConn, Tennessee, Baylor, Stanford, and Notre Dame. They're yeah, the, that's South it. Carolina now, apparently. Those yeah. are the ones that always compete. But I have a – honestly, in the United States, we push education a lot. You can say that we care about it or not as a society. But, like, in European countries, if you're, like, 10 and you're a baller at soccer, you get sent to this academy where education is second. You're a pro mm-hmm. at, like, 14, and it's like, that's what you're going to be. I don't think Luis Suarez knows how to read, but that's fine. He's a great soccer player, and his, he's a professional. He's made, like, $500 million in his career. I'm going to go down the list. They don't prioritize, you got to go to college. You got to go to college. It's like, you think Jadavion Clowney couldn't play, been a pro at like 18 years old? Or like all these NBA guys? Like, if you want to go to school, go to school. But if you're going to be a pro, just fucking do it. Because clearly the NCAA, 
oh, school is canceled, but you still have to play on Saturdays for free? Right? Okay, that's what mm. I'm saying. <laughs> like, I don't do anything for free. <laughs> like, don't, be, <laughs> don't be hypocritical, man. Like, <laughs> we push education and defund it every fucking year. So yeah. that is what it is. Just call it what it is. If you're, like, you're going to be a professional athlete, be a pro athlete. Like, I don't know why we're wasting time. I mean, I'm not from yeah, California. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Uh, so I was going to say my biggest issue with it is the fact that you know, we know that these kids are playing for free. Um, with that being the case, like, how can you reasonably ask someone without cost, like, without paying them to say, hey, we're going to incur this risk upon you? I understand that with young athletes that chances are if they catch COVID, they're going to be fine. Mm -hmm. Nothing's going to happen. Yeah. But we have seen very isolated cases of this dramatically impacting someone's life and their health significantly, potentially for yeah. the rest of their lives. Fast. And in terms of like lung scarring and everything else. So when you've got even that slight, even if it's a 0.01% chance that a young person could contract it and be impacted for the rest of their life, potentially die from the disease. How are you going to ask a kid that you're not paying to take that risk? In the NFL, it's different. You're paying the guys, they can sign a waiver, they can go out and they can take that risk on knowing that they're going to get paid for their what, what's going on. But with a lot of these NCAA guys, they don't have a pro career ahead of them. You're asking them to take that risk for what? Online classes? <laughs> like, come on. Yeah. Some schools are getting online school, classes, yeah. though. If it's even online classes. Yeah. yeah it, essentially, if it's their pay, yeah. Yeah. yeah it, essentially, their pay is their, their tuition, their room and board, their, their food for the semester. I mean, if you're not giving them the online classes, if you're not giving them the room and board, if or the you're food. not giving them the food, the or if you're not giving them any of that, then what are you what are you paying them to do? What are you paying them yeah. to show up for? You're paying them for you to make money. You're not gonna exactly. You're gonna mm -hmm. make money off of them staying home. So, if there's no school and you can't show up to go to class, there's no way that you can there's show no. up to go play sports. It, yeah, absolutely if not. They do, it, it just shows how crazy. it would just show how corrupt the NCAA mm -hmm. is if they have that. With, it's fucking the like it might as well be the J.P. Morgan cocaine boat. <laughs> oh, <my God. Yeah. laughs> oh no dude i okay but we have seen states like california pass the the likeness bill you can make some money off signing autographs or your jersey yeah. or whatever jersey sales or anything Jerseys, like that yeah you know so i mean i think uh I think there's still some like you know some loophole in that. Yeah, shit but that, you how know. Do, how does that work for the uh, the second string left guard who it doesn't might get <laughs> his entire career, but yeah, he's still got to show up to practice every day and be a a, a dummy for the defense. Mm. Yeah, um, and you're not giving him you're not even giving him an education at that point. What are you gonna do? Just hand him a degree when he after two semesters of him sitting at home or not taking classes but just working out for you and being a tackling dummy? Yeah, yeah, I, I think. I, I think you're you're absolutely right. Like, yes, these guys should definitely be paid in the, the likeness bill. I think that's a great start. But at the same time, like, a lot of these guys, you got to realize where they're coming from, like, prior to being recruited at these schools. Mm -hmm. I mean, this is their only opportunity. If you tell them, hey, you can come play and potentially make the NFL, they're probably going to make a bad decision and go play when we, like Andrew said, there's a lot of things that could still have negative effects. So I think the NCAA just has to make a tough choice and, and just hold off. I mean, I just – it doesn't make sense because, yeah, these are not – adults that can make their own decisions it's not their job this is young kids that are trying to pursue a dream that they think is the only way that they can you know make a future for themselves or their families and it's just yeah it's just not a good time to do it well, it's just a but that's not what's sold is it though 
Uh, what they're uh, sold on is yeah. the education, right? So it would, I think it only points out the, the hypocrisy of it all. If it, if they're sold yeah. on the education, you, you absolutely, if you cannot open classes, you cannot play sports. There is no if, ands, buts about it. You, you absolutely point out how corrupt this system is when it comes to college sports. If you put them into a scenario where they have to play or they don't get to stay at the school. Yeah, we canceled the semester, but get ready for week one. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> like, I did training camp, but guess what? Syllabus week is in the thing. Yeah, yeah, hey, we want yeah. Bama. <laughs> yeah, save these kids from themselves because hey. we know they'll go play. They're like, ah, I'm fine. Make sure you play hey, my cardboard cutouts. It might elevate college football, like the quality of play. All you're doing is practicing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but nice. here, so, also, we also had another bubble, but it's it was on the island. You know what I'm saying? Oh, Fight Island. That's you know what I'm talking about? That shit. I got that name. That's just dope. dope, man. <laughs> that is dope, though. Like, okay, let's, let's first acknowledge how, what a boss move it is to buy a fucking island. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Just to buy an island. To, to hold your sport in. And Dana doesn't get a, a lot of props for that because he's honestly was the first one. He did it before NBA did it. And he did it successfully. And even if there even if it was uh what a positive test, it wasn't hard for him to find a replacement as we saw. Mm-hmm. Or or in like four days. <laughs> he, yeah, for real. What did you say, Glenn? Or he can isolate that individual pretty quickly and his yeah. team. Because they, they train alone for the most part, if not with just their sparring partners. So to isolate that individual and not la- allow them to be in a room because you're not going to go train with your with the person you're going in the ring with, right? So yeah, yeah. Definitely you're not, training yeah. with your team and you can yeah. just isolate that entire team and they no longer be there. So the sport kind of Take evolves of in, uh, in thrives on isolation. So it, mm-hmm. it's a good place to be if you want that kind of atmosphere. It's like fighting golf and racing. <laughs> it's like yeah. no one's gonna, yeah. Yeah. by yourself. Yeah. There's nobody else there. Yeah. Oh, tennis too, I suppose. But you know, I, saw, I got that. It was pretty. It was. It was interesting fighting. Like, I can say what you will about fans. I feel like it's good. Like, if you're in person to be there, but like watching mm-hmm. all these sports on TV, no fans has an impacted my yeah, experience. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It, does. it impacts the game. Like in NBA, I could see there's been a lot of out of bounds calls because people don't know that the the lines behind them or mm-hmm. you know like you get the yips at a free throw because it's like you know yeah. there's like seventy thousand people yelling at you so it impacts the game physically but like a viewing experience i'm cool don't worry we're gonna we're gonna get into that we're gonna get into that we're gonna get into that part for sure jump the gun all right so that okay that ufc thing leads me to what i actually want to talk about and as Mike Tyson getting into the ring again and going against Roy Jones, are you, are you serious? <laughs> like, He's going hey, to murder him. I hey, like have been waiting for this forever. Play. Yeah, if it was not Roy Jones, who's like Roy Jones Jr., I would be concerned for the other person's yeah. health. <laughs> Iron Mike is putting someone in the dirt six feet under for sure. This man, uh, that emotional interview where he was almost crying to fight somebody. Almost. Oh, that made me cry. He made me told us he could be a murderer at any moment. Like, that's yeah. what he told me. Like, and his voice is shaking and his eyes went. I he got a T Mac eye out of nowhere. It was like, oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm just, said if he didn't let the cat out of the bag, it might be over for him. Yeah. I'm, I'm all in for this. I, I, I followed Roy Jones on Instagram just to see if he's out here doing Tyson shit. He's not. He's like promoting like a rap album. Like I, I don't know what's going on, but he's a champ. You know, he was on the cover of Fight Night a couple of times. So I mean, he put out "I Smoke, I Drink," the greatest song yeah, by an athlete that's, ever. That's the greatest song. Oh, that's a fact. Uh, we'll see. But uh, this is the first time I'm, Obama, I paid hundred dollars to watch fifty-year-old boxers fight, and I don't think anyone else. Ali would have to rise from the grave for me to do that. Yeah. Some... <laughs> Honestly, like, am I, I don't... am I interested? Yeah. 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 Of course. Like, I don't... I, I... I don't think go ahead, this, go ahead, man. I don't think I don't think we get this fight if it wasn't for COVID. I'm just saying. Maybe not. I don't, I don't think we get this not. fight. Yeah. Well, shout out Iron Mike for rocking. Have... Shout out Iron Mike for being like a Jags fan, a Clippers fan, like oh, yeah. a fan of like all these like obscure fucking teams. The Jags fan honest, photo was nasty. And like he was beating the shit. Interesting than anything else. Yeah. 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 And, like, what other fight is there that you want to see that isn't as interesting as Mike Tyson? Tyson Holyfield. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's going to be the next one. It has, to, the be, next it has one. to be Tyson. You don't even want any modern-day fighters to fight if, you, if there's no, Tyson. You don't want to see Deontay Wilder's ass again. Hell oh, no. Nah, nah, <laughs> he might nah, complain nah, that the, the suit's too heavy again. Yeah, nah, but I'm, I'm, in for, I'm in for Fury versus Joshua. I'm in for that. Nah, Joshua got his ass beat, too. I'm, I'm but he beat Joshua. the shit out of, out of Ruiz, which he disappointed me. Ruiz did the classic fucking Mexican boxer where you win the title. I wonder. Like, I was like, dude, you need to be training. And then third round knockout. I was like, yeah, mm. yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm off Joshua though. Like he disappointed me already. All right. So let's get into what we really want to talk about. Let's talk about these playoffs. Let's talk about like this bubble talk. And then, you know, we get into the NFL <laughs> and shit like that, but let's, let's, let's go there. Let's go there. And I know everyone on here are some hardcore Rockets fans. I'm gonna give that to yep. y'all. And everyone. Uh, you're right. Everyone. You're right. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not. Don't let him fool you. I am not a Rockets fan. He is a Rocket You tweet about the Rockets more than I do. No, that's a lie. <laughs> <laughs> that's not that true. Boy. Is a lie. Like, it's like 2 p.m. on a Tuesday. Oh, the Rockets this. And I'm like, all right. <laughs> the Rockets are scary. <laughs> so, okay, let's let's start off on the thoughts of the the play in the bubble so far and then we'll get into all that shit you want to start that off phil i know you, you look like you're fuming for some shit right now <laughs> i i it's been it's been interesting i think it's been uh exciting to actually see live sports again i think that's first and foremost for Thanks. us um big fact in the bubble's been been interesting i think it's really shown what a lot of us thought about uh, the rockets obviously like you said that's our that's our team but like just how it just comes down to who's who's the most athletic, who's the most, who's got the just the most raw talent. I think that's really showing like, um, you know, I, I forgot who said it, but somebody somebody said you can really see who's committed to their sport mm -hmm. or whatever it is during COVID. You know, Stephen A. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> um, but like who's really committed, who comes out of this like stronger, faster. I think I think we can see like our team was definitely committed to being the best and it's really shown who like the true like passionate athletes are so I, I think it's great that's what's up though anybody else got something to add to that it started off rough <laughs> i'm gonna be real yeah. honest i i watched the first i watched every single game for the first i think three days and i remember specifically i think it was was it jazz nuggets Jazz Thunder, I, you you were texting yeah. me about it a lot. Oh, it was, was Jazz, Jazz Thunder. Oh my, it was, it was four game. or five turnovers yeah. in a row. 
Um, back to back to back and then blown layups after that and it was i think it was six to eight minutes of no baskets and i was like and this is just rusty and ugly and this might have been the first i think this was day two and it was really ugly basketball to try and like get a hold of Mm because you had you had guys like a sbg missing wide open layups on fast breaks you pause for a second you sure eddie isn't out there because Oh, wow. Oh, PJ Tucker, bro. He got the corner three. Corner. We'll post that. We'll post the link later. We'll post the link. You mean 0 for 6 in the first half and then comes back and hits the next two? Hey, but that's the only one on camera. That's the only one on video. That's the only one on video. Yeah. Yeah, see, I, I see y'all trying to get it off right now because I edited, but okay. <laughs> I'll put it, hey, when you post this, I'll, 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 I'll respond with the video of you hitting that, that three when we were up 50 on Pike. Quake 205 on Twitter. Yeah. Check it out. Uh, no, but it, it started off really ugly, and I think the, I, it really looked like there was a, a mix between players who could play with fans and players who needed the fans and players who couldn't. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. I think it definitely was ugly to start off and nobody was getting as excited, but as, as the games have progressed and, uh, and gone on, especially, and obviously we're going to be biased, but all the Rockets games I've watched have been fantastic. I mean, that first one against Dallas with the, the PJ Tucker box out and the Covington tip back in to send in overtime against Dallas. I was kind of blacked out for that. (laughs) And uh, again, Dallas chokes again when the game's within five points. So, uh, We'll get to the predictions later, I'm guessing, but uh, Dallas. Um, yeah, I think all the primetime games I still have been really good, like yeah. even from Clippers-Lakers, mm. the first one. That was, yeah. Like the, the premier yeah. primetime games have all been good. Rockets-Bucks was really good. Rockets-Mavs was really good. Lakers-Clippers was really good. Um, so Your good teams have stayed good. Everybody else has, I think, has gotten sloppy. Ooh, in, in ooh I don't know. Ooh, ooh. I don't know about I'm that. I'm going to go with my biggest surprise and disappointment shortly thereafter. Based on that, ooh, yeah. I don't know. I'm gonna be real honest. I think I think it's good. I, I don't think I don't think ten years ago, or I was listening to Simmons, and he was like, twenty years ago, how many guys do you think would show up fat to the to the bubble? And he's like, I think everyone takes it seriously. Like, I, Harden was at one point the worst perimeter defender in the league. He the internet bullied him into playing defense, so now he's <laughs> yeah. average. So, yeah, he, I mean, I, I don't think, think that you can show up fat. That whole Dallas game. All right, all right, yeah, except for Deion Waiters, but he's always had that. Yeah, Either way, to wrap up my point was uh, I think it started off slow and to kick them back into gear. And once they have, I think the great, the games have overall been great. Again, any game I've watched with the Jazz, though, has been absolutely awful, and I don't want to watch the Jazz at all. It's just Jazz, bro. Jazz, I have a, yeah. the Jazz since, are not fun to since watch. Since Malone and Stockton, jazz. jazz basketball has been trash. That's you ain't giving no, no props to the Duke head coach? I see how it is. <laughs> I know. I love. I love Quinn. I, I, I love Quinn Snyder. Like I think he would be a lot better if he didn't have Rudy Gobert on the court. He but, looks like ooh. a villain in a Die Hard movie. Yeah. He, uh, he, he, he looks like fucking uh, Snape that was the villain in Die Hard One. He's sweating, dog. I'm not gonna lie. He be sweating. He my, is. The, he looks like the Jazz head coach, but yeah. My 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 whole thought about this whole bubble is it's just glorified AAU ball and mm-hmm. AAU yeah. ball. We all know AU ball is like the best ball to watch, though, because it's just like the best player is going to take over. Like, f- fuck all the team shit. Like, I'm going for 40. I'm going for 50. I'm going like that's that's what basketball is in AAU. And I feel like that's just what it is. We see TJ Warren going for 50. Who the hell yeah. is TJ Warren? He got traded for cash. Like, don't do that. I mean, I, no, I love, <laughs> love TJ Warren. I love TJ Warren because that's. that's and the man goes to NC State, and that's what happens. Okay. 
They're, I know, right? He was like, he had brains. Carolina school that matters. <laughs> don't, don't get me started on Julius Hodge, right? But <laughs> well, uh, all right, all right. Cavs, le- Cavs, le- Cavs legend. <laughs> I think, I think. That's no, that's JJ Hickson. You were close. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Julius. Yeah. Oh, fuck, he had the lazy eye too. Yeah, uh, and that's neither here nor there. Yeah. But yeah, I just think it's just AAU ball. Like we we've all seen all these players like hang out on social media and like fish. I never seen so many people fished in my life until they got into the bubble and everyone's catching fish. And Ben Simmons missed the ocean, so like that just that just you know he hit a three in the scrimmage, <laughs> one three. All right, whatever. Yeah. Right, well, well, it's like one percent. It took him two years to shoot a three. I don't want to hear anything about Ben Simmons shooting threes because yeah. the people like you, Glenn, they don't appreciate the the nineteen eight and eight. What kind of point guard cannot threaten from the perimeter? Get out of here. Point, ben Simmons. Ben Simmons. Well, even a like, Ricky Rubio shoot him now, so I don't know. He is hey, a power as, forward as, too. As someone who has met Ricky Rubio in real life, oh my god. god, oh wow! <laughs> Check the IG. Okay, so <laughs> okay, so with okay, we're talking about the playoff push. Uh, is there actually no? I want to go here. What are our thoughts on the like on the Lakers? What are our what thoughts what? on the Lakers? And I want to start with Glenn. What is your oh, thought on you, the Lakers? You can't, Lakers bring, fan it of the group. you cannot bring it to me first. I can't. No, 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 no. I I give in my argument right here, and then I get attacked by four people. I want to hear the oh, other arguments. All right, all right, fine. Let's let's That's fine. That's fine. I will start on the Lakers. <laughs> the Lakers are trash. <laughs> like, oh. They are hot garbage. <laughs> they are last in everything in the bubble. All right. I don't care about this whole switch. Like, LeBron has a switch. He's going to turn. Dude, you're shooting. Don't do that. You're shooting 25% from the, from the three-point line? Remember when we picked the Hawks to win the East? Don't do that. Who picked the who picked the <laughs> <Hawks>? <laughs> 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 They were the number one seed, like oh LeBron, and it's a big seed. Four all stars. <laughs> no one picked the Hawks. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, oh, saying, this is this is Toronto's year. <laughs> hey, all I'm saying is the Lakers might turn it on, but right now they are garbage. I want to see them play Portland in the first round so bad. Did you not see them play against OKC? No. They had some guy well, named OKC's Dort. a problem, though. They're, they're, yes, yes, they are a problem. And I, I didn't mean that as a slight to OKC. I just meant if you're the number one seed and you're playing the sixth seed, you don't, get, you don't get blown up by, like, 20. Like, that's just not how that works out. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, my – and I'm not even going to talk about LeBron James because, you know, we can go on and on on LeBron James and someone's feeling is going to get hurt. I'm a Tommy guy. <laughs> <laughs> This is going to episode two coming at you. Right? Help another bottle. Part two of the for this combo. LeBron James conversation. And here what, we go. <laughs> what I want to say is actually I'm, I'm, more, I'm more surprised on Anthony Davis than I am about LeBron James. Because even when he played the Rockets, he wasn't assertive. Right? But that's always been. Are Anthony we surprised Davis. by that, He's though? Never He's never been, been assertive. No, exactly. no, we're not. We're not. That's what I'm saying. We're not surprised by it. No. We're no, just absolutely not. That, but that's the reason why I'm like, 
are the Lakers play, really going to be it? Because he, he played the eighth greatest center in Rockets history. <laughs> Who is that? And the not and the ninth greatest center in Rockets history. Anthony Leon Tucker. Name, name, yeah, name drop. Jeffrey Lynn Green. Seventeen points. Seventeen <laughs> points. Ben McElmore has fifteen. But the point it, being I'm is saying. he's never been able to carry a team. Even with the no. Pelicans, he was always yeah. shy of the playoffs or always shy of whatever that goal was. So the hard ninety at all by Anthony Davis not being able to carry the team. As soon as LeBron comes out, what he doesn't even get close. I mean, in my no. opinion, he they had another superstar sitting out on the other side. Did it took Dion Waiters and J.R. Smith for him to get into the game? Yeah, and even they then, have, it wasn't it wasn't really a chance, in my opinion. Yeah, neither guy. They put in James, and I was like, oh, that's it. We're good to go. Yeah. So. Okay, so what is so what is your thoughts on the Lakers? Like, are they are they I'm, contenders? As a Rockets fan, as a, yes, because you have you have LeBron and Anthony Davis here, here, nor there. I'm more concerned with the Clippers as a Rockets fan because you can throw Kawhi and Paul George at Russ and Harden, perimeter wise. Mm-hmm. So we play small ball, obviously perimeter. So we have the two perimeter defenders. But who the fuck are the Lakers going to put on Russ or Harden? Are you kidding me? AC Caruso. <laughs> hey, Caruso. You know, hey, that's my dog. Caruso, but come on. You know? Hall of Famer, first ballot. Player. Caruso's first the third. Caruso's the third or fourth greatest AM player in the history of the program. But I'm not even concerned about the defense against anybody with the Lakers. I'm more concerned about uh, ball handling outside of LeBron. LeBron James. If he's not playing yeah, point yeah. forward, if he's not playing point forward, they had Rondo to distribute. They have no one to run it through. Yeah, they got AC's yeah. running it, bro. Are you kidding me? It, 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 solid, it, but, you need, but is he the worst? Is he the worst player to be in a finishing lineup since like what Perkins? First of all, don't do pick Perk like that. They were undefeated <laughs> when they when they started. Don't you know do what that. I mean? Like who's the worst? Who's the worst? Like finish like finishing five finals player. Manu. Like I can't think of like don't do that. Like 2017. Oh, Harrison Barnes. Ooh, he, Harrison Barnes, I was like 18. But yeah, like Harrison Barnes, that final Snow season with, with the AI. Warriors was Snow building with AI houses. Was awful. Eric's, but Eric, like we're like if Caruso is in that like Eric two Snow minutes left AI in the game, atrocious. you know, that's the five. Yo, are you kidding me? You can name. You guys have him made like all defensive team. He had like nine nine boards a game, nine and nine. No, nah, nah, the answer is anybody. Th- yeah. Anybody on the Sixers in 2001. Except Matumbo. That's what I said. I said Eric Snow was. Yeah, he said Eric Snow. Yeah, Eric Snow Snow was absolutely atrocious on that roster. I was a big, I was a, I was a big Aaron McKee fan personally. Aaron McKee had a shot. (laughs) Yeah, and he had that. He had a nasty beard, hair where it was like the same. It was just not a good look. Question. All right. So, what is your biggest surprise from the bubble? Can I go? Suns. 100% 100% yeah. Suns. Okay, go Honestly, ahead. The light-skinned assassins out in the desert. <laughs> Devin Booker's what, out there. Where, like, I'm booked, man. He's right. I'm going to go with this uh, this heavy crossover step-back Daniel House has produced out of nowhere. That was crazy. <laughs> it's, he's, that was he's, crazy. he's hit it every single time. He's like, yeah. uh, and then step back, and then I'm like, where did – I didn't see this at U of H. I didn't see this <laughs> <laughs> with the Suns. I didn't see this last year. Like, Daniel House is hooping, hooping. Out of nowhere. Uh, that's my that's my biggest surprise. Just that little move. That's a good move. My biggest surprise was honestly the Grizzlies. Uh, the way their roster is built is a slow ball type of grind it out. We play defense. We don't really need the the fans to be in it. And then slow they start ball. off four. Wow, that's yeah. the old Grizzlies, dog. Hey, that's, that's the, the old, old Grizzlies. Grizzlies. Mike Conley is not fast. 
My call is on the chest. Oh my god! Delete the episode, Eddie. Delete it. You need that one. We gotta ship this guy off, huh? No, I'm gonna give you a second chance. I'm gonna give you a second. Okay, yeah. Start knowing four. Yeah, that's biggest surprise. That's fair. Hey, they beat the crap out of the Thunder today, though. Beat them by like twenty-six. Yeah. Oh, wow. Hey, without Triple J, I guess I missed I actually that. I thought I the Portland, like Portland wasn't going to get in at all, at all, because yeah. uh, the way the, the the bracket came in and the way they had to fight their way into it, I didn't think Portland had a shot. But now you got five games left or four games left, and Portland's oh, a game out. They're getting in. Um, and you really don't want Portland, L.A. to start it off because that's going to be that's a, that's the matchup I'm looking for. I might watch That's going to be a mess for L.A. You don't want to fuck with Dame, dog. Dame, that's going to be Dame a mess have, for L.A. Dan had like 45 on like 11 shots yesterday. Like, you don't, ooh. Oh, Gary ooh. Trent Jr. too, man. That I don't know where, man. Boy. He's been playing well. Boy. He's been playing well. And you, you know, Patty Mills? Yeah. Mills. Patty Mills. <laughs> he looks exactly like him. I saw it. I was like, when did Patty Mills over there? <laughs> uh, biggest surprise for me is definitely the Bucks being 500 in the bubble. I think that's pretty surprising. Losing to them. Yeah, I don't okay, think, I yeah. Do, but I think Are we going to really put the Brooklyn loss on him? I'm yeah, it's harder to judge with those one seeds because they I'm have the one seed the clinched coming into yeah. the bubble. So they're not trying as hard. Like, they have no reason to give effort other than, like, tune themselves up for the playoffs. That's honestly part of my problem with the bubble. I understand why they had to do all these play-in games, like these eight games leading up to the season because you can't just jump straight into the playoffs. Mm-hmm. But there are a lot of teams, you can tell, they have nothing to play for. Like the Sixers right now, and look, Embiid is lazy, period, a lot of the time. So that just may be Embiid being Embiid. But there are a lot of teams, especially in the East, they've got nothing for seeds, the nothing. Wizards, so they're lazy. Oh the Wizards God. are sucking so bad, the Hornets moved up in the standings. Yeah, well, it was it Charlotte? <laughs> That's probably the biggest surprise that a team around the moved up <laughs> in the standings. Yeah. <laughs> Charlotte and might, They might not even they be in the lottery back. anymore. They might be in the eighth seed. Oh they my got invited God, back to the bro. bubble. Yeah. I, first of all, let, I'm going to talk about that because that's bullshit. Like, <laughs> <laughs> They, they have to end. They have to end the lottery at on March 11th. If you're going to stop the MVP, the MVP voting in March 11th, the standings have to stop at March 11th. There's no way that my team is sending their ass at home and we lost a lottery spot. Oh, you lost, you lost some balls. balls. You lost some balls. Yeah, yeah we lost balls. Like, you know, no, essentially, every ball I lose is a lottery spot. Like, that, I'm, I'm this close to 30, fucking 30. I'm on. I agree. They should definitely have it bracketed. Like bubble teams, your your lotto is set, and then everybody yeah. in the bubble, yeah. you guys are figuring out the rest of it. Like, yeah, 100%. yeah. the eight teams that didn't go, you're the you're the. I really thought that would happen, but the first eight teams that, that didn't go, you're the first eight picks. We'll lottery yeah, exactly. you, and then we'll shuffle yeah. best records after what, uh, nine through fourteen. Were you tapping me in that this morning? Like at first, I just overlooked it. I was like, oh, okay, that's funny. <laughs> But then I was like, wait. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, fuck, are you serious? But yeah, that's crazy. All right, so we, we got that. But who is, what is our MVP of the bubble so far? And my MVP is someone that you were not even like. like James Harden? Yeah, no. Russell Westbrook. Westbrook. I don't no. know. I'm waiting That's for the T.J. Warren one to drop. Gary no. Trent Jr. Jason Gary Jason Tatum's barber. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Jason Tatum's barber saved that. that man, saved his career. Facts. Yeah, I've been tweeting all... Borrow him for a day. Right? Yeah. yeah, Every, every single Rockets sure. game, I'm Almost like, Harden's need a barber. And whatever, yeah, Russ looks like a mushroom right now. He needs a... He needs a... 
something fade you it gotta in. get the you gotta get the fade and then you get the, the jumper just starts falling man like we should have thrown his barber on the fucking staff like oh he's the assistant coach or something <laughs> essential essential worker james harden's yeah. going with the pat bev 2017 look hey, it's oh, not okay. a good look that was, good. That was a good pat bev terrible look that was a good pat bev though yeah, it was. <laughs> yeah, he looks like a harden look he looks like john wall when he showed up to the team usa practice after three days in vegas Oh, remember no, that no, no, one, no one looks like John Wall. Straight, up. he was. That was after a binger. I don't even know what that was. He had the he had the Gucci man yellow eyes. Like yeah. I was like, oh, oh man. So but that's yeah, my uh, MVP. My MVP was going to be TJ Warren, but Until, he didn't yeah. he didn't step up for the revenge game. Mm, it was, yeah. Jimmy didn't play. Jimmy didn't play. Jimmy, the revenge game. Oh, you're talking about for the Suns. Oh, Pacers okay. against Suns, yeah. Okay, I thought you were talking about when, when oh, like, the, the beef with Jimmy, Jimmy Butler, yeah. yeah, yeah oh, right. yeah, that too. You can't have yeah. 57 or 53 and then yeah. – like, he had 11 rebounds. Like, he had 17-11. Like, that's a nice game, but nah, you, you're, but out here, like, tweeting, you're, out, you're out here like right after the game and then 17-11. and 11. Mm-hmm. And I think he fouled out. Just And they lost. Yeah. So, I'm going to have to give it to my yeah. boy Wet like I'm booked. I'm with Carlson. Okay. Yeah, book yeah. it. So book was yeah, going to be my Tita. pick. Tillman Fertitta, the MVP? <laughs> you got to explain Fertitta that. Out you got to explain that one. The, what the MVP you? comes out here and hustles the entire MVP or oh, the entire you're right. NBA you're right. to, you're right. to, to, to buy only his food for the Yeah, next you got to explain the whole weeks. thing. Okay, so so what Tillman Fertitta did is he came in, and he obviously Tillman Fertitta, for those who don't, who don't know, owned Landry's Restaurants. And what he did is he convinced the NBA that he was going to supply all the food and meals for all the NBA players for as long as the bubble goes on. So at minimum, the next eight weeks, this man has every NBA team paying his restaurant bills so that he can supply the food for the NBA players. And I promise you, it ain't, it ain't coming Hustler. off the fresh from the grill every single day. Tim <laughs> hustled his way into the MVP of the bubble. We signed that deal, and then the next day we signed him by Mute, and I was like, top five moments of life. Put it on the Put it next to Akeem. Got to pay people. Put, that, put him pointing at the graph next to Akeem with the title. That's, <laughs> yeah. oh, that's, that's next. We're here. We're here. That's next MVP level thinking. The bubble right for sure. Damn, I I would sleep on that. That's next level. I think so. he's, yeah. he's number one on my list. That if we won the title, he'd take it to a pawn shop. Do you see how much he is? <laughs> <laughs> Go Kooks. <laughs> chairman of the board. <laughs> what about you, Phil? Uh, James, for sure. James Harden. I mean, he's come in, he's averaged, you know, pretty much picked up right where he left off. Glenn was saying about a lot of people having a rust, but I mean, he hasn't. I mean, the dude nice. continues. I think he busted out the uh, the Euro step. We hadn't seen that much. I mean, it, just everything he does, he's just an offensive genius. And I mean, he's just taking advantage of everybody. And I think he's uh, surprisingly enough, he's actually finally starting to get some credit. I've noticed a lot more positive vibes about him. And I yeah, mean, his so. defense that he yeah. played on uh, Chris Apps in the first game. I mean, it's. I, I think. Uh, that's my. It's on Giannis for the last. That's true. That's yeah. true. Yeah. 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 Giannis. Yeah. He played great post defense. Great. Yeah, so first MVP. game back, you can't argue it. Yeah. I'll give it up to James. I'm not gonna be a hater today. I'll give it up to James. He's been busting his ass. You're right. I don't know fan. how you know. He's not your favorite player. He's a lefty. Uh, you don't know, you know the truth now. Hey, listen, listen, world, listen, world. 
Y'all, they want to know the truth of why I hate James Harden. <clears throat> he fucked them, girl. You like no, y'all. Oh, y'all the reason why I hate James Harden. Y'all are the reason. <laughs> I'm not even like a bad Harden fan. Nah, nah, nah. You do not see flaws, and y'all the reason. First it was I Steph Curry. Flaws. I hated Steph Curry, and then y'all hated Russell Westbrook, which is was which has been poetic justice for me. It's been I, so no poetic whoa, 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 whoa. We need to clear this up before you just create okay, accusations. You're exactly. Right. Accusations. And then we'll clear up both points. Old statements. And I got another one right after you. Fucking name Greek Michael Kidd Gokas right after this. Marvin <laughs> <laughs> no, Williams with a Nike deal. Let's no, go. I'm not, I'm not mad at that one. I'm not mad at that one. He was, he was talking oh, shit. Yeah. Talk shit you get it don't take skill to be seven feet tall and dunk. I'd rather play basketball. You know, that's a skill. Go mm. ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> Okay, so the argument always was, mm-hmm. when it comes to Edenosa over here, it was always Russell Westbrook, uh, my argument at least was, you can't win as Russell Westbrook believing he is your number one. He has to believe he is your number two. In OKC, he even thought he was the number one against KD, even when KD was there. It was always a battle for number one. And the only time he's ever truly been a number two was when he came to Houston and he obviously noticed James has already owned the town. It's his team. We're going to run the offense through James. And if Russell Westbrook is your number two offense and he knows he's the number two, you can win with him. But if you go with Russ as number one, his inefficiency in shot selection and his inefficiency with the ball on these fast breaks can become a detriment when it comes to long-term success in the playoffs. Happened against Portland. He got into his head against Dame. He started yeah, pulling against up. Against Dame. Yeah. That's exactly yeah. what happened. And that's as long as he knows he's number two, you can hand it to Harden, let Russ cool off in the corner for a second. Harden, go get you two, and we'll bring it back. I like to, to – Go ahead. The, the, the thing was, Adonosa was like, oh, it's never been done, or it hasn't been since, like, Oscar Robertson. Um, you know, I get the triple-double. Uh, for what it's worth, Oscar Robertson finished fourth in MVP that season, but that's neither here nor there. No, no, okay, don't uh, do that. The man was average 50, and, 50 and 30. <laughs> the, other, the guy that got an average Bill, 50 Bill, Russell, Bill Russell won the MVP that year, dog. Okay, championship. <laughs> did, did Hardy go <laughs> championship? No, whatever, whatever, whatever. But it's like with the argument against Harden the year before that was that he had the stats, but Curry had the wins. Yeah. Then the year after that, Harden has the stats. Uh, excuse me, Russ barely has better stats. Barely. Like, literally, it was like 1.3 assists more. That was the difference. And he had, we were seven wins above the Thunder. And that's what literally what happened. Well, not only yeah, that, it was the almost, he had like, yeah. he, exactly, they shifted the goal. That was it. He had at least four points more per game. And the assists were relatively the exact same. It was the rebounds. rebounds. It was the rebounds. My bad. My bad. The rebounds that were – he was down by three rebounds per game. I think he was at like 73 and Russell was like – It was 1.3. It was 1.3. Was it? And that that was the difference. But Harden was averaging a more efficient shot from three, more efficient shot overall, a better shooting uh, efficiency. A better record. And a better record. He carried his team farther in the playoffs. I thought – I agree with you on that one. Harden definitely deserved. Anyway, continue. And gentlemen sweeping the first round has indicated what we knew was right. Yeah, yeah we didn't we didn't hate Harden. We hated we hated the narrative. The the yeah. story. No, 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 no. I'm not gonna let y'all do that shit. I'm not gonna let y'all do that shit. Because y'all, y'all vividly attacked this man once on 
I'm like, oh, he's a good man. He's never had any issues. I never attacked him. I never tweeted at him. I never made a post. I never added this man. didn't like the attention he got. Eddie, I think you're generalizing Rockets fans with all of us. There's a difference yeah. between us and like all of Rockets Twitter. Because yeah, Harden didn't go up and Carlson, grab two more I rebounds. He didn't get as much attention. I, I believe <laughs> Carlson, but I know quick. <laughs> <laughs> so you're saying, so you're saying Sam Adams didn't box out three people so Russ could get the rebound a couple times? <laughs> you saying Sam Adams? Adams. You know, Aquaman was out here holding back all the fish just so that Russell Westbrook could get two Steven more. Stephen Adams, game. not I Sam Adams. That. Oh, no, shout out to Sam Adams, though. My, yeah. <laughs> my beef, my my Kobe beef with y'all was y'all, y'all were crazy, like adamant. Y'all was talking so much shit, like this man was a scrub. I did Max make a Facebook now. post about it. You, you, you talked about <laughs> this man like, 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 <laughs> I didn't say like we weren't talking about him being a scrub. It was about the narrative that like they would lose by twenty points, but Russell Westbrook got another triple double. It's just like, dude. Okay, first of all, he was no. That's not see. That's a hyperbole because every time he got a triple double, they won. That was facts. Okay, oh. so this they played the Orlando Magic. They played okay. the Orlando Magic, and Russell Westbrook. It was like a triple overtime game, and he had like a triple double, and they it was a triple overtime game, right? Harden had a 60-point triple-double in four quarters, and we beat him by 20. Okay, no, I, no, I, get you, I give you that. But it was like Harden, but nothing. Also, Russell Westbrook was like, oh, my God, he's Michael Jordan. Remember, remember the last game of that season when Russ hit the game winner off the, off the, off the free throw? No, I don't watch Thunder oh, yeah. games. Uh, but it was <laughs> the end of that season that swayed the award because he hit exactly. multiple game winners. Like, that he hit, was, like, three that, or four game winners you. in the last two weeks of the season. That's what got him the MVP. Thank you, Carlson. Thank you. Well, I don't. I don't agree with what happens, but it's easy to see how the media was swayed by what it's, happened in those last it, two weeks. It, we all know it's. We all know it's about the same. I know. Round and, I know, yeah. and, and I know Westbrook what lost Durant, and he went off, and that's yeah. why he got it. All right, next topic. I'm the shout out Russell Westbrook. We love him now. We love him now. That's all that matters. Yeah. He's not getting yeah, triple yeah, doubles, and we're winning. It's crazy. Uh, Worth the price. Like, if you can afford like two hundred dollars tickets or higher to sit as close as possible to the court to watch Russell Westbrook, do that. That's like, that's do fact. it. That's he's fact. worth. He's worth it. Don't build your team around him though, because you won't win the championship. Can, 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 oh, can we? Can we leave the topic on a high note, Glenn? Jesus Christ! We're gonna win the championship, <laughs> and everybody's gonna hate both of us. Yeah, yeah. The better superstar sat out yesterday. Ooh. 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 Um, all right. Biggest so, disappointment. Biggest disappointment. <laughs> I want I want everyone to give me their projections projections on who's gonna. Um, we lost. We lost Phil. All right. Cool. He'll be back. He'll be back. He'll be back. Yeah, we're, um, we're so I want the predictions on who's gonna win. I can't. I want, uh, okay. Coming so out wrote, east, wrote, the west, and the overall. I wrote two things because I was like the Rockets, but then I was like. I'm not going to pick another Western Conference team. I just can't. But in the East, I'm actually picking the Raptors. That's mm. not that you, you see, You see what's going on right now? Ever yes. since fucking uh, that video about Kyle Lowry sucks and then Drake, it's just been, it's, they have, they have like, they go like 12, not 12, probably 11 players deep that can like create their own shot. Or They're down by terrible. 30 right now. Oh, they are. Oh, <laughs> Boston yeah. is giving them that work right now. <laughs> live, live, live tweet. Hey, Boston would be my other team. I, I'm not high on the Bucks. 
Yeah. Honestly, on paper, it should be the Sixers, but they're my biggest disappointment. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's true. For various That's reasons, true. like they're yeah. uh, they're they're road. Just go best. look at their splits before the season paused. They were mm-hmm. like they only lost like four home games. They only won like four road games. So if Trump's they had just... been in a regular season, regular environment, they might lose in the first round to whoever they play just because they don't win on the road. They're mm-hmm. still gonna lose in the first round. They will, because right they need a new coach. That's the that's Brett Brown. Like he, oh, feel good story. He was here for the bad years. He he's the yeah. Player. He got to go. get somebody new and let's see if that fixes it. But yeah. if, if the Warriors did Mark sure. Jackson like that, they could do Brett Brown like that for yeah. sure. <laughs> they they should have fired him. They should have fired him last season or two seasons ago. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. So Rockets right. and Raptors. I I can't okay. pick against the Rockets. I'm sorry. I feel that. What's up? It, it pains me to pick uh, pick against the Rockets, but. I think the Clippers are the most complete team in the league. And the Bucs, um, I mean, you, you can say what you want about Giannis. You can say what you want about the Bucs as a whole, how they played since they've gotten the bubble. But you look at their stats before the bubble, man, they're up there with, like, those 70-win Warriors. I understand those 70-win Warriors or 73-win Warriors didn't win the title. But this Bucks team was historically good before mm-hmm. COVID happens. Like, the point differential, everything. I mean, they're up there with the best of the best teams in the history of the league. Plus yeah, and teams don't get to that sort of level without being really damn good. And That's just because good. of that and that alone, um, I, I, th- I think that they're going to come out of the East. The Raptors are probably going to be their biggest competition. But I, I don't have enough trust in Siakam being the lead guy in a playoff environment yet. I think maybe next year, maybe two years down the road, he can do that. But right now, you, we already sort of saw it before the season halted that teams had sort of figured him out a little bit and that he wasn't able to create – as much offense as he did early on in the season as the number one guy and has definitely hurt his defense. So I think the Bucks are going to come out of the East and the Clippers, they're just too damn deep. I mean, th- their bench unit is better than some starting fives in the league in the bubble right now. So I- I've got the Clippers come out of the West. I'm cool with that. What's up, Glenn? Unfortunately, when it comes to the East, I think the East is pretty uh, set in stone. Again, the Raptors, like, like everybody said, the Raptors kind of, yeah, they're they're hot right now, but I don't think they can overcome the Bucks. I mean, with the Bucks, you got the number three leader in scoring. You got a great number two in Middleton. You got depth, like Carlson said, across the board. I mean, Brooke Lopez, Lopez is is second in blocks, and you got I haven't Giannis. even had his blood so yet. Yeah, and you got Giannis at second in, and he's second in the league in rebounds right now. So you got two great defenders. You have three great defenders right there, and then if you ever need a kick out on the offensive end. Um, you got somebody who's actually leading the league. I think it's George Hill in, in three-point percentage. So he's a, can, yeah, he's yeah. He's I mean, you got yeah, solid players too. across the board, and yeah, you Corver. got players yeah. across the board that can just hit threes, play defense. They got a lot of size, a lot of strength. Um, the Delaware Michael Jordan, and they have huge versatility because who ever thought Lopez could stepped out to the the three and then both Lopez way inside. Both yeah, both Lopez's. Yeah, I mean, they, he, he can step out to the three, he can shoot it, he can guard at the three, and then he can go inside and get you bored. So, honestly, I, there's no one in the East. Toronto, yeah, I mean, like Carlson said, Siakam, maybe if he, maybe next year. But Does no Boston, Drake impact it? <laughs> huh? Ooh. Does no Drake impact <laughs> the Raptors? Like, if, if, if Drake's not boosting him or, like, playing the motto, I, I don't think that I need uh, I need Coach Aubrey there, like in it. the huddle, like, <laughs> like <Drake's laughs> <shit talk. laughs> just sign him up, just put him at the shoot, just put a jersey yeah. on Drake. How's he not a coach? Like, yeah, do you Drake think Adam should... Silver's gonna say no to having Drake there? Yeah, Rating, you don't think Drake, you don't think Drake tried? 
I think he tried to be all He's trying to deal yeah. with getting an assistant yeah. coaching job so yeah. he in the bubble with everybody. He was trying harder than that girl who tweeted that I already got invited to the bubble. Yeah, the bubble. <laughs> <laughs> oh, cloud chasing, man. Wow. What's up, Phil? But, what do you think? Oh, you're – no, my bad. Finish it. No, that was just the E. No, you're good. You're good. Yeah, that, you that was the just West. the E. I don't think anybody has a chance against the Bucks. I mean, Raptors, Celtics. Celtics, I think uh, Tatum and uh, – I don't think they got it. I don't. I don't think they have enough um, to take it. And Miami, I, I love Jimmy Butler and what they got going on there. My boy Tyler Hero. And Tyler Hero, I, I can't say enough about him. But they, they don't have enough for me to in the box and, and the rest. Our lives, ma- our lives matter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Low key, Tyler Hero is like top three players of my favorite players right now. Yeah. Top top three. Uh, uh, COVID quarantine. Oh, he had uh, a great one. Him and Christian McCaffrey are way up there on the, how the COVID <laughs> went. I'm telling you right now. I, I'm oh, yeah. They're, they're, they're in power rankings. Miami they're they're up a there. Thong bikini next to him. So I think they were doing all right. And, oh, and Mookie Betts signing that $500 million deal is like, those yeah. are the top three. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I guess the West, uh, it, it really came down to Rockets and Clippers for me. And uh, I think the biggest problem is, like you saw in the Lakers game, just to start off the bubble. Uh, Lakers Clippers is the Lakers don't have who they're going to go to in crunch time. Uh, do they go to Paul George? Do they go to Kawhi? And it seems like they're going to battle with that, especially in closing minutes of big playoff games. So the fact that the Rockets know where that's going to be and everybody knows their role in that team, I actually got to think it's the Rockets. Um, I really can't see outside of the Clippers. I don't think, I don't think Kawhi and Paul George are going to be able to determine who's going to get the ball and who's playing defense on who in the last two, three minutes of the game, and you know it's going to be close. Playoff P. Talk about playoff P, Phil. I saw, I saw Kawhi Leonard looking like Carl Anthony Towns wincing, trying to get inside on LeBron James. So A guy who's right career-high 31? Oh, my God. Phil, please. A guy who's career-high 31? <laughs> Phil, please. I'm going to just say it depends, on, it depends on the seating, but I think the Clippers – True, true. Rockets, one of them's coming out of the West, and I obviously I'm a hometown. I'm gonna say the Rockets. Yeah, I say what your chest. Regardless, I think the East is is set. I think it's the Bucks. I mean, there's really no question as far as the depth and just the top end talent that they have. But man, I just God, I hope we knock LeBron out of the playoffs. That'd be fantastic. I love LeBron. I'm still a LeBron fan, but like, I just want to knock him out because this is the year that he was trying, and like last year was a fluke. Whatever, I get it, but God, I just hope we play them. Not- Yo, can we look how hurt the Lakers right now? Teams. <laughs> <laughs> like, he looks like Team A when the Knicks didn't get the pick. I like him. I like him. I love LeBron. I, I really don't want to watch Rockets Lakers as the Western Conference game. I really what don't. What do you mean? I, want, I, want the, I mean, well, it's shaping up that way, Glenn. It is. Lakers it's one, well. Rockets four. Looking they're, like that second round matchup. I'd lose on purpose last game of the season. I, give me LeBron. Yeah, let's 35, go 35, broke me. I don't care. Let's go. Okay. I, obviously, if it came down to that, I'm cheering for the Rockets. But I, obviously, I don't want to be the team that knocks. Obviously. Kind <laughs> like you had yeah, to think obviously. about that one. Recording. I'm glad <laughs> it's on record. Yeah. For the okay. record, I am a LeBron fan. If y'all didn't catch that, by the way. So am I. I'm, I'm just like, saying, I would like love to see the Rockets knock him out. Like I love LeBron. I'm. I'm. I'm no, nothing but. Yeah, he's, he's he's pretty good at basketball. <laughs> His bad games are Paul Pierce games. And that's fine. After the goat. That's fine. Yeah, oh. yeah, that's, yeah. 
my 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 uh, choices. I got Boston coming out of the East because, uh, like I said, I it's, it's it's AAU basketball. Like that's that's just what I see. I just see AAU basketball, and they have three guys that can go get you twenty. And Tatum Brown and Walker. Walker, Tatum, and Brown, mm-hmm. and yeah. and I don't know. We never know what Marcus, which which Marcus Smart showing up. Like I love Marcus Smart. <laughs> you know, I, what I, I'm, I'm the, hey, I, 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 I love Marcus Smart, Smart every day of the week and twice on every on other Sunday. Day. Yeah, I, I give me Marcus Smart all the time. Yeah, you know? Marcus Smart and is the best six men you could possibly get. Exactly. He he's just the East Coast Pat Beverly. You know, that's just what I see, and he, and he's been hitting the better three, haircut, so better haircut. You know, and. They got they got Robert Williams actually coming off the bench and he had a the perfect landlord? Game the other day. The landlord getting not, not not Sheldon Williams. Oh, the Robert time Williams. the time lord the time lord. Lord. Time lord. Something shitty. It's the landlord. All right, it, it was earned. It was earned. Right. I thought it was time lord because he was no, always landlord. late. Yeah, landlord, yeah, Sheldon Williams. Oh, Sheldon Williams. Are we talking Sheldon landlord. Robert oh, yeah, Williams yeah, yeah. is time lord because he was always okay, late. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Well, he was. He's right on time right now. He's been playing great. And I just like I said, hey, no, I just like having, hey, some, I just like hey, having someone's different playing good. Hey, if someone's playing good, they're playing good, you know? Shout mm-hmm. out. So I, I You know who's not playing good? Quinn Cook. Oof. Oof. <laughs> Reggie Jackson. That's either here nor there. Well we'll say that for another day. I will play you. If I'm going Celtics, chill out. If I'm going if I'm going Celtics, I'm definitely going Clippers for the same reason. They just have more uh-huh. they just have more firepower. They just do, they do. The what, hey, don't, don't don't shake your head at me, Phil. You have Kawhi, you have Paul George, and you, you have Lemon Pepper Lou. Mm, it's true. You know hey, as long as you don't go to a strip club, you got him. Hey, <laughs> Magic City. <laughs> hey. As long as he doesn't nice. break quarantine again, you might have a chance. <laughs> What's up with that strip? It was that dumb stripper. She's like, oh, he he saw me and gave me some tips. Like, bitch. yo, she I ain't get, get fired. Right. I you get some wings and you guys gonna act? Yeah, you got some wings. That's how you. That's how you end up. That's how you end up at fucking Cheetahs next door. Cheetahs, <laughs> for sure. Hey, shout for out Cheetahs, sure. though. <laughs> but to your part, Glenn, I think, I think, actually, I know in that, that last play where LeBron obviously fouled uh, Kawhi on that last oh, shot. Oh, obviously. <laughs> obviously. Yeah, 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 yeah. We watched this game entirely different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We watched this game differently. Someone was on TNT and somebody was on ESPN watching this game. Obviously. This was, no, you got to go back. Actually, you got at t Root Sports. <laughs> listen, 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 listen. You got to go back to that clip. And tell me LeBron James did not pull that man's arm when he was going for the pull-up J. He did not pull that man's arm. You he did not pull that go. man's arm. <laughs> look, look it up. I swear to God, look it up. Hey, I saw arm. Kawhi wince and cry and, like, shy away from taking the shot. his arm got pulled. And then LeBron came back to Paul George and then denied him from taking hey, the no, he, Michael, he, jo- Michael, he Michael Jordan George, didn't step by Paul. Russell either. He got Paul Michael, Jor- Michael Jordan didn't push by Russell either. Exactly. Exactly. He said, so it, he said it in the documentary. He said it in the documentary. It obviously didn't happen. So I'm just saying it, that that don't don't hang your head on that. Don't don't hang your head on that shit right I'm there. just saying that's not what happened. You know who's getting the ball. I, they, I they, knew, George they, knew exact, they knew exactly who that ball was going to, and it was Kawhi, and he couldn't get the shot off because his arm got pulled. There was no he confusion. He couldn't get the shot off because he couldn't get past LeBron. He dished it go, out about four times that game go, trying to go Go look LeBron. it up. Go look it up. Go look it up. I am right now. 
Look it up. Uh, pull it up. Pull it up. Eddie, you're, you're the host. Pull it on the. Put it on the screen. Show. show no, I'm gonna. I'm, I'm gonna watch it on YouTube real quick. Hold on. I, I don't know if I've seen this. Put it on the this. screen. Show. Show the lack of confidence Kawhi had getting inside that. He didn't. He line before he got diverted lack. out of there. It oh, looked. It looked. It looked mad. Towns boogie. I will say it, that. It, it looked, looked mad. It looked, Towns boogie. This man was wincing. I'm the fun guy. I'm not supposed to get away from this on. No, actually, it looked. It looked like. It looked like Giannis on Harden. Right then. It looked like Giannis on Harden when he threw it to Dan House. Yeah, it was the last possession going into the lane. What did he – no, he didn't pull I it. Will tag, I will tag no. everyone in, in it on Twitter. No. He, okay, well, tag, he tag it, tag it. He drove around and gave up. He drove around no, and gave up. They're, I'll tag. I'll tag. Trust. Go ahead and tag. Trust. Watch all right. That's, we all have our pick. You're what, saying what, he found What we got? What we got? What we got? All right. So – No. Okay, all right. <laughs> <laughs> he did not he did not tell him on the last one. Out of here. Not even the electoral college. Never mind. So yeah, that's where I wanted to, you know, wrap this whole thing up. And I really do appreciate y'all coming in and having this brunch with me and uh showing me some love on this episode. And I'm gonna I'm gonna give you a chance to, you know, put your Say your say your handle on Twitter or whatever social media you want to get some clout on. <laughs> I will start with you, Puig. Where, where can we follow you at, man? At R Puig two hundred five, which is R P U I G two zero five on Twitter. R P U I G two zero five. You can find you. me as he hate me. That's my name. <laughs> at, at, trust me, I don't hate you, but you hate me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And then at Pligums on Instagram, uh, oh Facebook, uh, whatever you can find me. We don't do Facebook no more, <laughs> dog. Come on. What's up, Carlson? How can we follow you, dog? Um, so you can hit me up on Twitter at Carlson Radio. It's a shitty handle, but until these motherfuckers delete all the accounts that have my full name and add, let me do a professional <laughs> handle, like with my full name, that's what I'm going to roll with. Yeah. So um, follow me on there. I don't really use Instagram much, but I'm on there at Juju Carlson. J-U-J-U Carlson. Mm. And uh, outside Hands. of that, man, oh, it's been a pleasure being on the podcast with you, Eddie. That's what's up. Appreciate it, man. What's up, Glenn? How can I follow you? Or they follow right, you. I already so, follow uh, On Twitter, if you want to follow, it's uh, gjack239 on Twitter. And then uh, on Instagram, it's Glenn Coco, but it's G-L-E-N-N, two underscores, Coco. That's funny. On Instagram. That's funny. Coco. What's up, Phil? Uh, same handle on both. I got Instagram and Twitter, Philip C one ninety eight. Oh, see, that's a professional guy right there. Look at that. Easy, yeah. easy, easy. He he's heard it before. Before uh, we leave, right. no NFL thoughts. No, I yeah. mean it, we 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 part two maybe. Part two is just part two. We only we only got we only got so much, dog. You know what I'm saying? Mm. But if you if you if you stayed this long, listen to us talk our shit. I appreciate y'all. And Damn right. um, go ahead and follow my page and like and subscribe down below. It's going to be a banner down there. So do your job and uh, hit me up. So, again, thanks for joining me on Snapbacks and Mimosas. Check me out next time. Peace. Peace.